The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. It's another day, another time, and I'm so glad you have chosen to listen to NUMA podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verse 16 to 28. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar, Your threat means nothing to us. If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace and anything else you might cook up. O king, but even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference, O king. We still wouldn't serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Nebuchadnezzar, his face purple with anger, cut off Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace fired up seven times, hotter than usual. He ordered some strong men from the army to tie them up, hands and feet, and throw them into the rolling furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego bound hand and foot, fully dressed from head to toe, were pitched into the rolling fire. Because the king was in such a hurry and the furnace was so hot, flames from the furnace killed the men who carried Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to it, while the fire raged around Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Suddenly, King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm and said, Didn't we throw three men bound hand and foot into the fire? That's right, O king, they said. But look, he said, I see four men walking around freely in the fire, completely on hand. And the fourth man looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar went to the door of the rolling furnace and called in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the high God, come out here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walked out of the fire. All the important people, the government leaders, and king's counselors gathered around to examine them and discovered that the fire hadn't so much as touched the three men, not a hair thing, not a scotch mark on their clothes, not even the smell of fire on them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
He sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him. They ignored the king's order and laid their bodies on the line rather than serve or worship any god but their own. Please join me as I bring this podcast to the Lord. Father Divine, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. And I ask you today that you bless the sound of my voice so that as many God that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Father, I pray that you will speak to our heart, remind us again of the importance of our relationship with you. Father God, it's your desire that all of your children know you, that all of your children love you, that all of your children serve you, and that all of your children eventually will meet with you face to face. And Lord, I thank you because you have answered these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Glowing in the Enemy's Furnace. Glowing in the Enemy's Furnace. Today, brothers and sisters, I want to share with you some inspirations about serving God regardless. Not that you do not already know, but it's important we continue to remind ourselves of the very reason we were created and why we follow Jesus Christ. First off, in order to appreciate this reason, we must be encouraged to explore the fundamental question of the why and not the philosophical question of how this word was created how we were made, but why? Undoubtedly, ancient and contemporary philosophers and scientists have channeled their energies in exploring and proffering the how question, how we were created, as against why we were created. The attempt to answer this question, I believe, would accord us the foundation for a reasonable understanding of the reason to devote our lives to the worshipping and in serving God's purpose on this side of eternity. In considering this pertinent question, my childhood Catholic catechism comes to mind as a child growing up without faith my mother made me to attend catechism along with other children in the neighborhood and looking back now in my middle age everything appear to take on a new meaning as I grow in my faith in God. And this is because the reason to be a believer in Christ Jesus has also experienced a great paradigm shift. Many Christian constituencies have fabricated other reasons for serving God. Some serve God only to experience miracles, 
physical healing, financial prosperity, and for others, they serve God just for the purpose of belonging. So much so that when those synthetic cosmetics are not present, they become disappointed and discouraged from the faith. While I'm no longer Catholic, I still believe that my childhood Catholic inquiries struck the right chord as it outlined sufficiently the reason why God made us Abinicio. So, in simple terms, God made us so that we can know him for who he is and for why we exist. Secondly, God made us so that we can love him. Love in this sense is not the sort that we proclaim for each other or for items such as chocolate, but something that is divine and honest without inhibition. This kind of love can only come from a place of knowledge of God. When we truly know God for ourselves, we would be able to love him unreservedly. And that is the point I am trying to make today. That is the crux of the matter we have at hand. If we know God and love him, we will want to serve him. Because we trust him regardless. Sadly today, as I mentioned earlier, many who claim to serve God do so for reasons other than the knowledge of him and love for him. The final reason presented by my childhood catechism as to why God made us is to be happy with him forever. And yes, if we truly know God, love God, and serve God, then the ultimate reward would be to be with Him eternally. And I believe this is the whole essence of our faith in Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, this is why I am so fascinated by the Gospel of St. John chapter 14 verse 1 to 4. Where Jesus Christ said, Let not your heart be troubled. You are trusting God. Now trust in me. There are many homes up there where my father lives. And I am going to prepare them for your coming. When everything is ready, then I will come and get you. So that you can always be with me where I am. If this weren't so... I will tell you plainly. The key text for this podcast, that is the book of Daniel chapter 3 verse 16 to 28, presents us an excellent example of people who served God regardless of the benefits they would get from God who made them. The trio Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were of Hebrew origin and held in Babylonian captivity were confronted with a life and death situation and they knew their chances of survival were slim, but they had made up their mind to face the consequence of their rebellious action against the authority. They knew they would be thrown into the enemy's fairy furnace, and yet they stood their grounds 
because they knew their God. They loved their God and they served him too. And so willing to be with him where necessary. It seems to me that these Hebrew guys knew what the Apostle Paul later said in Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. And here's what he said. For to me, living means opportunity for Christ. And dying, well, that's better yet. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, there is power in knowledge. That was what sustained these guys in facing their enemies as it turned out. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. I don't know what your personal relationship with God is. I don't know if you truly know God to love him enough to serve him and want to be with him. But whatever the case may be for you this very moment, it is clear that knowing God can truly make a difference in your relationship with Him, as it did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It is worth remembering that these Hebrew gentlemen were friends with the king. Though they were in captivity, they were privileged to be appointed to choice positions in their society. They had not done anything wrong to deserve death penalty, except that they refused to worship other gods than their own. That action infuriated greatly the authority, and their execution was sealed, signed. Sometimes in life, we face opposition even from those with trust, from our friends, and we wonder why this is happening to us. Friends, you do not have to do anything wrong to be persecuted, but persecution happens because you took a stand for what you believe in. You took a stand for your faith in Jesus Christ. This is not what the old devil wants so he sent his emissaries against you. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 puts it this way. We are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers of the unseen world, those mighty satanic beings and great evil prince of darkness who rule this world and against huge numbers of wicked spirits in the spirit world. Yes, that's what we are up and against, brother. That's what we are up and against, sister. And the only way we can overcome is to be conversant with God's word, which contains his knowledge. Remember, when Jesus was approached by Satan in the wilderness, Jesus said to him, it is written. And this is because he had the knowledge of the word of God, because he himself is the word of God. The task for Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego was simple. Just bow to the imposing statue and you are fine. 
It was that simple. But the guys knew the commandment of God. Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 to 5 has this to say. You must not worship any other gods except me. You must not make any idols. Don't make any statues or pictures of anything up in the sky or of anything on the earth or of anything down in the water. Don't worship or serve idols of any kind because I, the Lord, I am your God. I hate my people worshiping other gods. People who sin against me become my enemies and I will punish them and I will punish their children, their grandchildren and even their great-grandchildren. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew that it is even more fearful to fall into the hands of God than the hands of man. And they also knew that God is mighty to deliver them from the hands of the king Nebuchadnezzar. The king said to them, You bow to my statue or burn in my furnace. And in verse 16 to 18 of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar, Your threat means nothing to us. If you throw us in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your rowling furnace and anything else you might cook up. O king, but even if he doesn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference. O king, we still wouldn't serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Wow. Wow, wow. Here we see boldness against oppression. The guys were upfront and unafraid of the fiery furnace of the king. They knew that even when they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they would not fear evil. Their boldness angered the king the more, so much so that he ordered the furnace to be heated up to seven times than usual, so that even those tasked with the job of the execution were themselves burned to death. Brothers and sisters, your faith in the Lord should not only be used to get inconsequential things, I mean things that lacks eternal value, but use your faith to enrich your relationship with God, the one who so lovingly created you. Always remember, friends, that the faith that has not been tested cannot be trusted. It seems to me that God was there looking at how they would react to these tests and they passed. God saw their faithfulness and he sent his angel to alter the course of nature, turn the fire to air conditioner instead. I believe the Hebrew brothers marveled as much as the king and his cohorts did. My brothers and sisters, that was truly a miracle that can follow us when we are faithful to God regardless. And this is why, as children of God, we must not be discouraged when we are confronted with numerous troubles that surround us in this broken world we live in. 
I sometimes find it difficult to understand why some Christians in some quarters think that a Christian should not have troubles and temptations. The Bible is awash with believers who suffered greatly. Abel suffered, Joseph suffered, Job suffered, Paul and all the others were not exempted from suffering. So why should your case be different? Tell me brother, tell me sister, why should your case be different? Jesus Christ said in John chapter 16 verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. Bet, be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. The three Hebrew men saw the glory of God even in the furnace. They were glowing in the enemy's furnace. That's how you too will glow and be noticeable inside your trouble until the very enemy sees you outshining the fire in the furnace meant for your destruction. Verses 24 to 27 of the book of Daniel chapter 3. Here's what he said. Suddenly King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm and said, Didn't we throw three men bound hand and foot into the fire? That's right, O king, they said. But look, he said, I see four men walking around freely in the fire, completely unharmed, and the fourth man looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar went to the door of the rolling furnace and called in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the high God, come out here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego work out of the fire. All the important people, the government leaders, and king's counselor gathered around to examine them and discover that the fire hadn't so much as touched them. Wow. Dear brothers and sisters, in Jesus Christ, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is an inspiring story that has the capability of engineering your mind and propelling your faith in the God who created you. Let me encourage you again to strive to know God more, love God more, serve God more, so that in the end you will have a place with God when your time on this side of eternity is done. Everything on this side of eternity is ephemeral. The only lasting thing is your relationship with God Almighty. This is the whole point of this podcast. And finally, always remember that God loves you enough to take upon himself sinful flesh so as to die in your place. If he can do that, then it will be far more easier for him to let you glow in your enemy's furnace. I pray that the Lord God continue to help you to know him, love him, serve him, and subsequently 
be with him eternally. God bless you. Let us pray again. Lord God Almighty, I thank you once more for this privilege to be able to speak to my brothers and sisters about knowing you, about loving you, about serving you, and about being with you. And Lord, I pray that every difficulties that my brothers and sisters may be going through today, that you will see them through as you have seen Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego through, even in the furnace of their enemy. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. And Lord, I pray for as many God that have not known you, I pray that they too will come to know you so that they too can be eternally assured a place in your place. I thank you, my Father, for answering this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back again. Amen. Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.